Energy costs money. But thanks to deregulation in the power generation marketplace, consumers are saving billions each year. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. We're joined by Dr. Steve Sakala. He's an assistant professor at the Harris School of Public Policy at the University of Chicago and a faculty research fellow at the National Bureau of Economic Research. And he recently led a study of deregulated utility markets and how that affects what you pay for electricity for your home. For anyone listening who's not entirely familiar with it, when we say deregulated utility markets, can you give us just a thumbnail sketch of what that exactly means? Sure. This is about how to decide which power plants get fired up and turned down over the course of the day. As people wake up and go to work, electricity demand increases, and that production has to be met in real time. And so utilities are constantly dealing with this problem of keeping supply and demand in perfect balance. And so the question is where that electricity is going to come from. Historically, there have been regulated utilities or government organizations that had a sort of exclusive service territory, and they owned the power plants in that service territory. And they saw themselves as being in the electricity generating business, although they were on both sides of the market. They were also directly providing to consumers. And so they would decide among their own plants which they were going to start up to meet demand. And the major change has been the adoption of these wholesale electricity markets that are auctions that occur every day in real time where generating units bid into these markets and they're only called on to operate if they're competitive. So it's just a completely different way of allocating production to power plants. So this is not the same thing as the consumer having to choose between different competing electric companies for their home. These are actually two somewhat separate regulations. So one is just about the wholesale market and how you decide who's going to produce. And then there's a second set of deregulation reforms, they call them restructuring, that's about consumer choice. My study looked at the generation side. So tell us the results of your study. The key finding of the study is that on net, The incentives to keep costs low and to allocate production to low-cost generators delivers a greater cost savings than any of the prospective imperfections. Is there a percentage or a dollar figure that you placed on this in terms of the savings? Yeah, the dollar figure is about $3 billion a year, and that comes from a 20% decrease in the cost of using higher cost generating units. So for example, when a nuclear unit goes down for maintenance, you have to fire up more expensive units to fill in that gap. In a deregulated market, those plants really feel that they're losing money when that plant is offline, and other research has shown that they shorten the time it takes to refuel these nuclear units. When you're in a market, you see that you're losing $50 per megawatt every single hour that that plant is down for maintenance and gives them a very strong incentive to be up and running. So what would the take-home message for consumers be? Just about all of us pay a fixed price for electricity. It doesn't vary over the cost of the day. That comes even though the cost of generating electricity actually varies tremendously over the course of the day. In the middle of the night, sometimes the price actually turns to negative, say in areas of the Midwest where there's a lot of wind generation. You're actually getting paid to take electricity off of the wholesale market. Whereas on hot summer days, that price could be, say, $800 a megawatt hour. 
So there's huge, huge volatility in the cost of generating electricity, but we on the consumer side only see 12 cents a kilowatt hour. Doesn't matter if it's really hot outside or it's completely temperate or the middle of the night, it doesn't vary at all. And so the potential savings from introducing, I think, real-time pricing and getting us a bit closer to treating electricity like other commodities where you pay the cost of the good that you're buying could deliver some savings. Many homes do have these new smart meters. Do you anticipate the real-time pricing will become more commonplace with the advent of these devices? It makes it easier to get a better sense of what the savings might be. You can let consumers know in advance that if they opted into the program but had absolutely no change in their behavior at all, that they could prospectively save. So the smart meters are absolutely necessary in order to adopt real-time pricing and make it easier for us to get there. Dr. Steve Sakala from the University of Chicago, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.